Today's show is sponsored by Miracle Made. And oh my God, you guys, you know that I love a luxurious set of sheets. And I now have such a set of sheets because of a Miracle Made. They are bedding that has been inspired by NASA. They've got silver-infused fabrics that actually make temperature regulating a thing. Uh, so you're not like getting too hot or too cold or whatever, you know, the whole thing that happens with your body's temperature losing its mind. Miracle Made helps with that. One of the little things that my husband particularly loves about Miracle Made is that it like doesn't have as much bacteria as regular sheets because of it's infused with this silver that prevents up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So it leaves the sheets cleaner for longer. And then the thing for my husband is that it doesn't give him acne, which is like an issue for some people. But more than all of that, it's just luxuriously comfortable and delightful. And it has that cooling feeling while also being cozy. Very hard to achieve those two things at the same time. I mean, miracle made. Come on, well done. So here's what I think you should do. I think you should go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and buy some sheets today. And if you order today, you can save 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation at the checkout and you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. So there's just a lot of savings here, folks. Order today, you'll get 40% off. Use the promo code fake the nation. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation. And Miracle's so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, which I don't see happening, um, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash fake the nation and use the code fake the nation to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash fake the nation to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Fake the Nation, episode 312. Hello, hello, this is Fake the Nation, where we talk about news, we talk about culture, and where we take a July 4th vacation. With any luck, folks, you're out there, you're wearing your flip-flops, you're eating your barbecue, you're doing some sort of celebration. In these dark times, we still need to do celebrationings. So I hope you're doing that. We have a special shorty episode for you this week. We have been uh, just delicately holding on to these conversations that we've had in the last few months to bring them to you today. And I'm so excited for this first conversation, which features Joel Kim Booster and Tracy Thomas talking about the weird stuff on Wikipedia. We read a piece in the Times called Want to See the Weirdest Wikipedia by Anna Kembapati. I'm butchering that name. Uh, and in it, she talks about the at depth of Wikipedia Instagram that details some of the weirder shit on Wikipedia. And to discuss the Weirdopedia, I'm joined by host of the Substack podcast, Tracy Thomas, and comedian Joel Kim Booster. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. So, my first question to both of you uh, Tracy, have you ever added something to Wikipedia? No, I don't even know how to. I would love to. I would love to destroy someone's Wikipedia page. Wait, so you 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 have thought about doing, but you haven't figured out. But you just haven't no, done the have, mechanics. So so I you're just shy. About doing it. 
Yeah, I just okay. haven't done it. I haven't done it, but I like I like I'd love to be on top of some like awesome moment in pop culture where I can like change someone's, you know, picture right, right, to like, right. you know, whatever. But I don't know how and I don't right. care care to look. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Joel Booster, have you ever like contributed to Wikipedia? No, I've tried. I've tried to change my stuff on my own Wikipedia page, but I'm similarly sort of a neophyte when it comes to <laughs> the inner workings of editing Wikipedia pages. Um, but what yeah. were you going to change? Yeah. Like your height or like your net worth or something? <laughs> no, there was, there was just like weird inaccurate you know, information, yeah, yeah, yeah. like weird extrapolations from my stand-up sets that people oh. then turned into facts about got my it. life. Got um, it, it. <laughs> yeah. That was just like a little weird to me. It is like strange to read. That happens a lot. Your own Wikipedia page and see it, inaccurate information about your life. Um, I'd love a Wikipedia page if someone wants to make one for me. <laughs> but it's all. It, but make it all inaccurate information sure. about yeah, Casey's yeah, life. Yeah, Please yeah, make yeah. my network very big she, and my yeah. weight very low and my height very tall. I am six three and I weigh a hundred pounds and I'm worth about twelve billion. Oh, Thank you. I'm concerned about that's... your health. <laughs> okay, I've been a little thin official... and a little tall. <laughs> That's going to go into the your official Wikipedia page. Yeah. Listeners, please and this make will be the source. This, yeah, this will be the source. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I, and, I, and I ask that because I don't know anyone. I mean, I'm, I know some people who have probably, like, changed something. Like like you were saying, Joel K. Boozer, like, there's, like, little details that you want to change on your Wikipedia page. I feel like I know comedians who have tried to do that. But I don't know anyone that's like, you know, I was reading about the, you know, the War of 1812 and I noticed some uh, inaccuracies and I really wanted to correct the history there. Or I, they didn't say anything about, you know, the British and the, like, I, I don't know anyone that does shit like that. Like, that to me is this other level of Wikipedia. So, so, so what's weird is sort of a just the entire universe of people that think to post something on Wikipedia. It's like they're a specific type of person. I don't know who they are, but they're special. Um, and there's a couple of things that they pointed out in the piece. I'll just I'll I'll bring up a couple of them. See what you think. Uh, the for example, there's um a Swiss political party dedicated to opposing the use of PowerPoint. <laughs> Did you guys know that? No, but I'm in full support. <laughs> Where can I donate? They said nothing, by the way, about Keynote. Like, are they just specifically or Prezi? against... Prezi? You guys Prezi. remember Prezi? Yeah. Prezi still exists, right? Prezi still exists? Hopefully. I Never heard know. of these things, but I know PowerPoint, but the rest, no. Oh, Keynote is for is on your Apple. Do you do you have or you I, do you have a Dell? I don't um, have Dude, a you're need getting a Dell? to PowerPoint. No, I have an Apple, but I have no okay. no need for for any of these. Okay, <laughs> I don't think so. I recreationally PowerPoint, so uh, I know all about it. Um, here's another one. There's a crazy Wikipedia page that says that Avril Lavigne died in 2003 and was replaced by a lookalike. See, real ones have known this for a while. That was not news to me. I, I've i been up on that conspiracy for years. Wait, so is 2003 when she came out with the skater boy with an eight, right? Which, did she have that skater boy? It was like S-K-8-E-R-B-O-I or something. It's a great um, song. Great song. It's a great song. Very catchy. I want to say Avril Lavigne. Uh, but that was on sang. her first album. She was replaced after her first album. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. So, the two, so the 2003... Is is that's the real Avril? The fake Avril was installed after the first album. Oh, I see. So the next album was a fake Avril. Is there a next album? 
Yeah. I know. She's had a couple. Which is this which is album with I'm with you? That's the first album. Okay, yeah. that's all I know. That's real that's real Avril. Okay, yeah. so you when like she real. died, I actually I guess of- I decided to no longer stand Avril Levine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, so in Skater Boy was her first album as yes. well? Yeah. Okay, so then maybe that maybe this explains the uh, declining popularity of Avril Lavigne after her you know for yeah. her next album. She and didn't want to marry didn't... the guy from Nickelback. It was her imposter. That... <laughs> That's who she's married to. I'm. It's not. It's... Wait, why do you know so much about Avril Lavigne right now? Did um, she really marry I'm... someone from Nickelback? No, it's not Nickelback. I'm wrong. Wait, no, is it Nickelback? I think it because is Nickelback. Because I feel like aren't weren't they at the time much older than her? Yeah, it is. No, it is Nickelback. Shut she was up. she was married to Nickelback's Chad Kroger, Chad Kroger uh, from 2013 to 2015, but she's no longer married. Oh, she's married wow. to a guy named Derek, spelled D E R Y C K. So, oh, wow. that, so that not kind of right. tracks with yeah. the way she spelled skater boy. She likes to have yeah. alternate, alternate spelling. spellings. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. her thing. Um, okay, I'll hit you up with one more. Um, there is a, a thing called um, Hatsuyumi. I'm probably mispronouncing that. It's the Japanese word for one's first dream of the year. Mm. Did you have you heard of this phenomenon? And have you ever even thought about your first dream of the year? Um, like it's January, you're lying in bed, or you woke up in sweats from a nightmare. <laughs> no, like, oh, no. It's my first, my first. I've never heard of it. I've never thought of it, but I sort of like it. Yeah, I think it's a cute idea. Yeah, good for them. And then, and then here's the last one. I, I'll, I'm going to share with you guys. It's um, there's a page for the most unwanted song, uh, and apparently in 1997. They actually, a group of people actually created the most unwanted song with a blend of sound, a blend of sounds that people find annoying. And they were bagpipes, cowboy music, a children's choir, and opera. I hate people like that. I hate people who are like, let me just be annoying because it's cute. It's like, no, stop. There's enough annoying in the world. It's like fucking April Fool's Day, a day I despise. You didn't really have to try that hard to to be annoying. I feel like I've mentioned this on the podcast before crazily but i actually love the sound of bagpipes am oh. i is that weird do you guys no. find it annoying i no, think it's I, yeah it's fine i think in the cultural the collective cultural imagination bagpipes are so often used as like are played a poorly joke. they're played yeah. poorly yeah as a joke and yeah. i think like if i heard bagpipes played well i'm sure i'd probably like them just fine but <laughs> I don't have strong feelings about bagpipes either way. No. I think the combination of sounds and like the choice to purposely be annoying, that's what really I just Yeah, ugh. it's the intent behind this. Yeah, the music it's like try to really... put something good into the world. If you fail, fine, but like don't try to be a dick. Ugh. Yeah. 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 No, that's uh, I, annoying. I gotta say my favorite Wikipedia page um yes. that when I was um like away from my boyfriend for several months, um, we would read over FaceTime the common misconceptions wikipedia page and there's like a a ton of like individual entries on that but it is very it's fascinating like all the things that we got wrong like can you can you you, can you remember it's it's crazy because um i can never remember them um like off the top but whenever they come up in Mm. um conversation conversation, um it, it like is something that um yeah, you'll be like, I read about that. Like Common Vikings, di- Vikings didn't wear horns on their helmets. Fortune cookies aren't Chinese. Um, 
You right, know. right. Uh, the, I first of all completely didn't know that fortune cookies were, weren't Chinese. I feel, I feel robbed. Um, folks, what I want to happen right now though is I want for the people of Fake the Nation to know where to find you and all the wonderful things that you do Tracy Thomas where do they do that if you want to find me and more of my voice please go to your favorite podcast app search for The Stacks uh, and click subscribe and you can also find me on at The Stacks Pod on Instagram The Stacks Pod folks immediately subscribe and Joel Kim Booster where do people find you uh, you can find me on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at I Hate Joel Kim. Um, I have a movie called Fire Island that I wrote and that I'm in. Yeah. All right. Let's take a quick break so we can hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we'll keep talking. Today's show is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending. It helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. I have used Rocket Money. And you guys, honestly, I had no idea how many things I was subscribing to that I didn't want to be subscribing to. I think we all go into, we enter into subscriptions with a Pollyanna view that we're going to use as a subscription, even though it's a super obscure, you know, education app from Albania that uh, teaches Russian math or whatever. And then you're like, I'm never going to use this. Why did I get it? I should remember to cancel it. And then you don't. And I know you guys are like me and I know you've done this to yourselves. And guess what? 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about. So we're all in this bucket. And I think paying for that stuff is so angering and Rocket Money is there to help. Because basically Rocket Money shows you, hey, look at this is what all the things you are subscribed to. But then here's the bigger thing. To unsubscribe, you don't have to go through the whole rigmarole. Rocket Money unsubscribes for you with a click of a button. It's so easy. The other thing Rocket Money did for me, which I was incredibly grateful for, was reduce the cost of one of my bills. It was my cable bill. Yes, I still have cable. Rocket Money has over 5 million users that have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. I mean, that tracks for me and for the number of things I was paying for that I'm frankly ashamed of. So thank you, Rocket Money, for like fixing the shame glaze on my life. Uh, so stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation. Rocketmoney.com slash fake the nation, you guys. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we're ready for the next topic, which features Danielle Dirchlag and Shalewa Sharp on giving advice to a late bloomer. Today, I'm joined by the wonderful artist and filmmaker. Um, you can read about her work at a recently published work in Lilith magazine. It is Danielle Dirchlag. Hey, Danielle. Hey, Nagin. 
I'm also joined by New York comedian and host of The War Report, uh, Shalewa Sharp. Hey, Shalewa. Hello. So today um, we uh, read a letter in an advice column for The Cut in which the writer admits to being 25 and never having been. Actually, I'm just going to read the little excerpt. This is what she writes. She wrote, I've got a not so dirty little secret. I'm 25 and I've never been kissed. After some good old therapy, I'm over a lot of my trust and intimacy issues and I'm ready to make up for lost time and pucker up. The problem is I don't know how to get started. I'm a great wing woman, but I've never stepped into into the arena myself. Plus, how do I tell someone I've never been kissed without it being a big thing? Do I even tell them? Okay. So before we get into the advice she's seeking, um, where are you guys on being a late bloomer, either personally or I will, I'll say for myself, I believe that I was a bit of a late bloomer. <laughs> so so this particular letter, um, you know, not, not a not. At, you know, not not to this extent to 25, but I did feel like I was just a step behind most of the time. So uh, I I kind of, you know, felt a stirring reading this uh, in my own heart. Hmm. Yeah, I'm extremely late. Uh, I may be <laughs> a, a bloom that uh, didn't quite um, actually bloom. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I, I, I budded. And I was late to that. Uh, and then I just kind of sat there for a while. And now I'm just kind of packing things up and going back in. And I say, well, maybe if I go underground, maybe something else can can grow. Uh, so, yeah, right. I'm a very, very late like, bloomer. So, yeah. yeah, you might go like the truffle mushroom route. Yeah, yeah, I may just do that yeah, yeah, instead, yeah. for sure. Um, uh, yeah. I feel, I, I have felt totally late on most things in my life. Um, but reading this I mean, professionally, I've been late to the game. I didn't start making films and short films until my late 30s because I, I wasn't – I was really intimidated and not ready for a long time. Um, I, I Dating-wise, I always felt late to the game because I was like one of those gals in her 20s who was like, gosh, I guess I should have a boyfriend again. It's been two years. You know, a lot of that. Yeah, but, yeah. But reading this, I have to say, man, I it took me right back to mm, my first mm. kiss. Yep. Real kiss, it. tongues, you know, <laughs> let's get real. Yes. And, I was, and you know, I'm not proud of this, but I can't rewrite history. The film was Tim Allen's The Santa Claus. And <laughs> there I was um, sitting to my next, my, my then boyfriend, and he was sort of kissing the side of my face. I remember we'd both taken mints beforehand in a subtle gesture of confirmation. And we're sitting there, and he's like kissing the side of my face, and finally it happened, and we started making out. And you know, this woman who's writing in, it was a woman, wasn't it? I think it was a lady. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a woman. Um, this woman who was writing in, you know, she's so concerned about being behind on this game of life in, in terms of physical connection. You know, what if I could do it over, would I still have made out for the first time in front of Tim Allen in a velour red <laughs> suit? You know, chances are not. I think there's actually, I don't want in any way to delete her feelings, which are valid and real, because the culture would tell her she's behind. But I also think on some of this stuff, waiting until you're ready, till you've done some of your emotional work, which it sounds like she has, till you know what you like and don't like, there are a lot of benefits. This lady is not going to do it in front of the Santa Claus. I just strongly right. suspect that. And but that's a also, win. also, I mean, part of that, too, is like, I think you should also get it over with. 
<laughs> like don't make something like have to be special yes you know yeah, and that's, I, think... I feel like that's where she's going wrong is just like do i tell them what do i do first off no don't tell them because chances are they are about as um experienced as you are please yeah. please no no one is out you haven't missed any boats at all um, right 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 like, exactly. so don't there are people who have probably been kissing for much longer and are terrible. So you can't even <laughs> right. really tell. There's no way that someone's going to kiss you and go, you've never done that before. So don't you don't have to tell them. Um, uh, trust your gut in that if your gut is like, oh, you don't want to do this, they, they may want to kiss you. Uh, at this point, go on and try it. You know what I mean? Your gut is telling you no because that's all your gut has known. Sometimes your gut yeah. is you have to do the opposite of what your gut's saying because that's yeah, yeah. yeah. So your gut may tell you it's wrong and then your gut will go, Oh, actually this isn't all that bad or this is terrible next time and you're like, Oh gut, now we have a next time coming up, you know, then talk with your gut. But Yeah, right. um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I it's it's it is special to you, but do not put it on a pedestal. Yes. Yeah. Don't do I that. because I also yes. like so when it came so my my first kiss was maybe like when I was 16 or 17 I can't remember exactly and uh but it was so brief and like not remarkable um and then my uh my second like then the actual makeout session I mean actually no I would say the first kiss was pretty remarkable <laughs> it happened <laughs> But it was like extremely brief, but it was like we were on the Yale campus. I was at Yale summer school as a high schooler because I was I've been a dork from the beginning. <laughs> I was with a lot of other people who were passionate about debate team. Mm-hmm. And uh, how could it so not happen in that? Ex- oh, I mean, it's so sexy. Yeah. And um, and so that I think is what was remarkable about it. Then I didn't actually have a like it was so brief. It, it almost it it's almost one of those situations where it's like I'm not sure if I should count it. You know, mm-hmm. that's how brief it was. So the actual first makeout sesh happened my freshman year of college, which, by the way, I do I do think kind of make is the late bloomer side because everyone in high school had already done like full makeout sessions before getting to college. Right. I it was very tequila induced. Mm. I do think I mean look, alcohol is your friend in certain settings <laughs> mm-hmm. until you become an alcoholic, in which case you should probably stop. Honestly, but, if you're not if you're not a drinker, whoever wrote this letter, um, but you're not necessarily it. opposed to it, <laughs> do it like me. I don't I don't drink. I didn't I still very I drink maybe two, possibly three times a year. And I drink, it is so medicinal. I, I go up to the bar and I ask for just a shot of vodka or whiskey. Yeah, you're just like doing a job. And I'm, yeah. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't care. Pour it out of the tray that you, the excess liquor's in. I don't care. You don't have to chill it. <laughs> and I drink it. And then I drink a Sprite for the rest of the night. And that's just enough to loosen things up. And you do, I will concede, you do need that if that is not necessarily your nature. You don't have to keep drinking because you're nervous. So you do need to loosen that up a little bit. Not true lubrication, but, you know, just to loosen it up a bit. And then 
see where where things take you. You're probably going to be a bit more open. Your gut may be a bit more agreeable. I, yeah, I hear that. And, I, you know, I, I felt like a super late bloomer when I lost my virginity because I was 20 years old. And a lot of people around me had lost their virginity in high school. And yeah. I at the, the guy who I did that with was six foot four. I'm five foot two. I mostly remember his nipples above me because of that. <laughs> but and but it wasn't an unpleasant experience. He had lovely nipples. But but one of the things <laughs> that he said to me before the deed was done, he could I suddenly kind of got paralyzed with fear. Because, you know, I'd never done it before. I was worried. It's nerve-wracking. And he said something that I would say to this woman. Um, This gentleman, I will always be grateful to him for what he said in this moment when he saw my eyes get wide with fear. He said, honey, people have been doing this for thousands of years. And they're mostly fine. And in that (laughs) moment... What I loved about it was that it took down the stakes so considerably because, yeah. you know, to your point, it felt so special and important to me, and it was. But also, it's a fairly shared part of the human experience. Yeah, In the same yeah. way, like, this like, kiss will have special. a lot of... It's not special. Right, like, this kiss will have a lot of meaning for this woman, but it's just kissing. A lot of people kiss a lot of the time. It will pass, right? Anything to kind of lower the stakes on it and kind of laugh about it a little bit, I think will just loosen her up and make it a less um, tense experience, I hope. Well, and can I tell you what I love? First of all, I love that she wrote in because this is a person with a goal and need and just wanted (laughs) a a few pointers on how to achieve, right? Right. And I, I really like that because I had a roommate once And at some point, you know, he's not someone who had like extensively dated or whatever. Um, He gets into his early 30s or whatever, and he's just like, I need a girlfriend. So then he goes online, he and he has just a plan. And he's like, I'm going to email 20 people a week and see who responds. And then of those responses, I'm going to try and set up a couple of dates. So he was basically doing two to three dates a week it was just like he had a new like a very numeric approach Hmm. to then he found the woman that he was gonna marry like they dated for like over a year or something he popped the question they're extremely happy they've got two kids it was miraculous and amazing but just and it's funny because and i love her and she's great so it's like his plan while it sounds technical and administrative like he basically secretaried his own love life into existence um but it worked and it was just it just he didn't make a big deal out of it you know what i mean he just like Mm. did the thing he was supposed to do and that is what i i love that at the end of the day some of these things are just like get it done you know what i mean (laughs) i just (laughs) like what are the numbers like let's you know what i mean but don't stress yourself if you don't like yeah, get it done, right, but don't stress right. yourself if you don't. Don't put it on a pedestal. Put it on a to do list. Think of it in that way. Yeah, to do yeah. list. That's exact. Don't yeah. put it on right. a pedestal. Put it on a to do list. Is exactly right. And, and also, uh, I would say just one last thing, which is you know, in general, when it comes to a woman who's having any kind of sexual experience with the opposite sex, if in fact this woman dates the opposite sex, we can be really concerned or insecure about how we're going to do it or how it's going to come off. And the really fundamental truth is he's just so lucky to be anywhere near your person. The fact (laughs) that he gets to touch you with part of him, what a miracle. You are giving a gift here. You're not being done a favor. And I think knowing that and holding that a little bit can add to your confidence. 
And and by the way, confidence was the kind of uh, strongest point of the advice giver. Uh, they write confidence is everything when you're not so caught up in how the other person um, might think that you're a loser, you'll connect more easily and intimacy will happen more naturally. Confidence. I And I think this goes back to me promoting alcohol usage. But like <laughs> I, there was a, you know, I think that was the key that, that changed everything in college for me because everyone drank in high school we were, it was a different situation I, you know i was also like an unrelenting nerd um it was very much the goody two shoes so i was scared more scared about that stuff once i got into college and it was just i was around other nerds who were like yeah we get fucked up that's what we do we're in college you know i was like oh and i and that and it helped me with the confidence so then it got to a point, I mean, I did my 20s really well, where I would just be at a bar. By the way, a lot of the advice is about going on a nap, and I get that we have to do that now. But also, you could go to a bar. I would see a dude, and I would straight up sidle up to that dude at a bar, and it'd be like, so what's your deal? No, that's it. What is your deal was like my opening. And there was no, I didn't have to, I didn't do anything else. But I was just ready to have a conversation out of, I mean, all, Yes, I wanted to smooch, but also um, out of a genuine interest for like just having a weird conversation with a stranger, you know, I mean, do it safely, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I feel like half of everything I'm saying is every mother's nightmare. Yeah, um, but that's only because moms were out there doing that shit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. reason why they're like, ah, I wouldn't do it anymore. Because you're here, but yeah, no, I, 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 I mean, I'm, I'm also, I'm a little curmudgeonly, but I think if it is something that is now on your to-do list to just kind of knock off, it in person might be the easiest way because it feels to me like texting is just, you can get a the nightmare. tone wrong and you don't even know that adds to the right. confusion. Whereas yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. in person, it's less efficient. Yeah, it's just kind of like if it's just a thing to do, you can decide right then, just like. Yeah, no. Instead of trying to decipher and have three friends look at it and what does this emoji mean? Like right. in that moment, you can just be like, meh. I mean, I'll you know, kiss you, but I don't like you. And that's right. an option that you have that you can do like immediately. And Which it's I fine. exercised Ex a lot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, just, so, so, just, yeah. so just to distill our kind of general advice, it's yeah. get shit-faced, approach <laughs> a perfect stranger in a dark room who you don't like, and kiss them. I think Is yeah, that what I'm and hearing? And that they've been okay. doing this for eons, and it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. It is. I think we solved it. Yeah. I mean, and then, and then the next day, you gather your friends at a brunch spot it definitely has to be brunch it can't be another meal it must be brunch that's it correct it must be brunch and then you just dish on every last detail that's and right and that's um by the way i've even had situations where that drunken dance floor smooch turned into like a years-long relationship mm -hmm. i have a girlfriend for whom that turned into marriage wow that's great you I just mean, never know. You never know. You nope. never know. It's funny because this one guy who did who was a dance floor smooch that turned into a relationship, 
he came to my apartment that night. What? I thought it was going to be a one night stand. Um, and uh, and he like looked at, I may have told the story on the show, I don't know. But anyways, he, he saw that I had a Cornell mug where I went, my alma mater, uh, a Cornell mug in my kitchen or something. And he said, um, oh, do you know someone who went there? And I said, oh, I, I went there. And he literally, and he started laughing. And he's like, I thought you were dumb. <laughs> I thought you were like dumb like I mean it was in the context very funny like you know (laughs) I think the context you're referring to is being in your 20s in your 20s yeah 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 yeah. imagine like the day after you turn 30 and a man says to you I thought you were dumb and you're like well I thought you were gonna be here for five more minutes but you're not Goodbye. I'd probably still do it. Because <laughs> I probably had already decided he was dumb, like, on the ride there. Right. So if right. you say that, right. I'm just well, going to go. That's not it. That's not enough. I think that's why. That's not enough to stop what... me, sir. You're on the list. <laughs> oh, my God. How many dumb people do they, like, hook up with? So many. Yeah. It's a good point, right? You've already put on deodorant. Yeah, it's you like, hey, bro, big... we are not wasting this mascara. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. You've got your good bra. I got all the good it's things like, on. I don't come care. Come on. I don't you know, care. I'm not sure. I've dealt with the bikini line. Life is short. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> um, it's interesting because, again, we, we don't know what we're going to talk about week to week. Uh, we, we schedule the panels in advance. I'm not sure what we've taught women or men about anything with this discussion. Maybe I'm not proud or I'm very proud. It's unclear. Nagin, was I mistaken? I thought the question you asked of us was, please share your personal embarrassing stories of sexual Congress. Is that correct? Was that the prompt? Because I think we've done an amazing job. No, I think for, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, well done. Yeah, You're welcome, America. Listeners know a lot more about it. If we are being that open, I guess I should say that my first makeout session was when I went to see the movie Mannequin. Oh my god! I love that movie. That's so much better than my makeout movie. Oh, that kills my makeup. Oh my god! It's 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 Kim Cattrall and that wonderful gen- young gentleman, Andrew McCarthy. Like Elm- yes. Yeah. Uh, basically, wow. and the, Kim Cattrall. And the guy with the great sunglasses? Yeah, uh, maybe. Was that Meshach Taylor, perhaps? All these maybe, things. Yeah. I remember all the details because, you know. Uh, first kiss. Yeah, first kiss. First make out. But, um, but yeah, so uh, that's. <laughs> so definitely keep that in mind. Do the math as to when that was in the theater. And then how old I give a rough estimate as to my age, and then decide if you really want to take my advice. You can. I'll let I, you I, figure out. I would say for this woman, if she doesn't want to get drunk and sort of um, attack a gentleman in the dark who she doesn't like, an alternative here <laughs> that we're recommending is really mm-hmm. go to like a B B minus film. Don't that go seems to, a movie to be that you know yeah. people will no, be yeah, discussing yeah, yeah. That for requires years. Requires a lot of attention. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. We're not Definitely. watching uncut gems, you know right. what I mean, to do your right. first. This is this uh, is not a moonlight situation. So I would absolutely no, 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 no. love right. to meet the couple who can make out during uncut gems. <laughs> <laughs> 
What kind of what is yeah. that chaotic energy? That's it, wild. I, listen, they work in the diamond industry. Yeah. Seeing stones on film is right, their thing. Right, I get right, it. That's their thing. Yeah. Um, all right, folks. Let me know if everything we said was terrible or great. There's nothing in between. Um, hit us up on uh, on the internet. All right, folks. I really wanted the people of Fake the Nation to uh, follow you and all the wonderful work that you do. Danielle, where do they do that? Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's at ddurch, which is D-D-U-R-C-H, or on my website, daniellederschlag.com. And absolutely do that. Uh, she is wonderful. And Shalewa, mm-hmm. where do people find you? Oh, I'm on all of the social medias uh, at Silky Jumbo. All one word, traditional spelling. And uh, my website is Shalewa Sharp. That's S-H-A-L-E-W-A-S-H-A-R-P-E uh, dot com. And that is the end of our show, folks. I hope you are having and have had a truly delightful July 4th holiday. I would really love to thank everyone who makes this show possible. That's our wonderful producer, Andrew McGuire, our fantastic audio engineer, Stephanie Aguilar. Uh, don't forget to email us at fakethenation at headgum.com with any ideas you might have and with races that you might be watching. Don't forget to visit us at patreon.com slash to support the show. And we will be back in your earballs next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.